Hey y'all, I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hey, hey, welcome back to the System Samey podcast. And today I'm going to talk about how I look for my mentors and the strategic partners that I have in my business and who all that makes up and why I believe so much in having a strategy partner or a strategic partner because of how it's really helped me in a lot of really difficult situations and navigating them and feeling confident in them way more than if I would have been dealing with them by myself. So The first thing I look for in mentors that I want to work with or strategic partners that I want to work with are that I want to see them stretch themselves. So I don't want to work with anybody that has a comfort zone and they just stay in the comfort zone because what that says to me is, oh, like you aren't looking to challenge yourself. You aren't like you just want to stay safe. And I, in my business at this current season, am not necessarily looking to play it safe per se. I'm looking for ways to like stand out, challenge the status quo, do things differently. And so if I see that you are very one note, which is different than say, like, you know what you're good at and you're staying in your lane you can be staying in your lane and the lane can, is it crescendo? I'm not sure, but it can go up, right? So I I truly like to work with people that aren't, again, probably I will never work with somebody that has done the same thing for a really long amount of time because that isn't necessarily the trajectory that I see for myself. It's more or less, I want to see people who are comfortable with being uncomfortable and share those experiences and aren't afraid to like really see what they're capable of, right? So that is definitely one of the first things I look at and think about and want to see in action. Uh, Another thing that I look for in my mentors is that they go into new rooms and spaces So while I obviously enjoy learning, you know, about different things going on in the online business space, the world is so much bigger than the online business space. And if all that this person is consuming and learning from and whatever else is from that arena, then I, it's going to be really tough for me because again, going back to point number one, it doesn't feel like they're stretching themselves. It feels like they're very much in their comfort zone of this is my bubble and this is all I can do. And I know that I found that I've been able to really see more for myself and think differently when I'm in rooms that either make me a little bit uncomfortable or that are outside of the online business space. Because again, if you just stay in the same bubbles, it becomes very one note. And so for me, 
I love seeing people who are going into different rooms and different spaces and learning and being inspired by things outside of the online business space, if I'm being honest. Uh, another thing that I look for in my mentors is that they're in diverse rooms and that they create diverse rooms. And diverse means a variety of things. And I like to see that variety because again, for me, being somebody that has a lot of different intersections, I appreciate not feeling as though I have to look, be, say, do one thing in order to technically belong in this room because my life is very gray, not like literally, but just spectrum wise. Like I am both a lot of times, right? And so it's tough when all the conversations, all of the people, all of the topics, all the things are of the same mindset or perspective because that's just not how I grow. I don't grow by people agreeing with me and me just going to different events and things because I wanna be validated with my thoughts. I like being in rooms where people are really making me think and whether I keep the same perspective or keep the same belief, that's totally fine. But um, I'm also open to, oh, like I did hold that belief and I'm not so sure anymore. And like, I wanna dive deeper into that. And that's why when I share my beliefs, like in my email list or Instagram or whatever, like I'm always super open when somebody DMs me and it's like, hey, I actually disagree with you and here's why. And they'll share with me, whether in voice notes or email. And I like welcome that wholeheartedly because I, again, can either see a different perspective and want to explore it, or I can see a different perspective and say, oh, actually, like that makes me even more grounded in my belief. Like, thanks for sharing yours, you know? So if people, if mentors and coaches and things like that are, again, not in very diverse rooms, that's just not a value match for me uh, in this season of my business. And so I, I think it's, it's not too much to ask for especially the rooms that they're in and that they're creating to be diverse and that they also are willing to be in diverse rooms that other people have created for themselves, right? So another thing that I look for in my mentors is that they challenge the status quo. This kind of goes along with stretching themselves, but really how I see this a little bit differently is that they they kind of are uh, not like, well, yeah, it's pretty much, they like to poke the bear uh, because I like to poke the bear, meaning that I like to go against the grain a little bit. I like to awaken people from their zombie-like state of hearing the same one-note strategies or one-note uh, business direction. And because I think that there's so many beautiful ways to build a business that can align with who you are and 
the work that you do and the skill set that you have and the work that you love and the mission that you have. And it doesn't all have to fit into like ads to webinar to winner, winner, chicken dinner, you know? And so I like when people and my mentors are creating different vehicles and developing different frameworks and discovering new opportunities within the space that we're in instead of just regurgitating or being in the sea of samesies as everyone else. And yes, each person who teaches, you know, different strategies is sharing their own spin on it, right? But how many spins can we really have for like the same thing, truly? You know, it's kind of like when I, I remember when I was doing all guest episodes for this podcast and the sheer amount of volume that I had of people pitching me to share their client onboarding process was one, astonishing, and two, like people did not spice it up. They didn't spin it in any way. It literally was, it all was the same. Like I couldn't tell one from the other, which is not great. And so that's where I start to get antsy and feel like people are again just kind of in this zombie state where no one is willing to do things differently everyone is looking around for what everybody else is doing and they want to copy off of their paper which again i understand and some days i'm like can i just copy off someone's paper and they just give me all the answers and i can just sit in my beanbag and live my best life yeah that definitely is me some days. But when I really think about who I'm serving, why I'm serving them, it it does require me to work. And <laughs> it does require me to be intentional and strategic and think of different ways that I can serve and different ways I, that I can support. And I like mentors who do the same thing, right? Because once, if it's just all of us passing down each other's stuff or like, everybody's teaching from the same three people on the internet space. It it just, I think it's a big disservice to you and it's a big disservice to your clients and your customers because they deserve your take, your expertise, your experience, and not somebody else's. If they just, if they wanted somebody else's, they would go and hire that person, right? So if you have different perspectives, if your frameworks are truly unique, if you're thought processes are something that, again, can really shift an industry, then again, that's who I like to to have mentorship from. Uh, and, and being the kind of David and Goliath situation where you're the David trying to figure this out with a little pebble and, and stuff versus the giant though that's that's the kind of mentorship that I like and that I would say that I emulate similarly because I'm always thinking of problems that I can solve I'm always looking at and questioning why is it set up like this like what is the purpose like can it be set up another way and if so I want to test it and if so I want to be able to share that with more people and cut down their experimentation costs Uh, time right and cost really honestly 
And so those are the highlights of what I look for in a mentorship. And this isn't a low light, but it's again, something that uh, a lot of people don't like to do is when they're sharing their mistakes or their difficulties or their hardships, like they aren't, they're willing to admit that they have made a mistake or admit that they have gone through a hardship instead of spinning it to be of some sort of, I don't know, like rags to riches story. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Where again, it's like, oh, like I went through this really hard time of, I don't know, like losing my YouTube channel and now I'm having to start all over. And so I ran all these ads and I got all my channel subscribers back and now you can just run ads too to get your subscribers back. And it's like, okay, this is stupid. You know, like this is not actually helpful. This is just you using something that happened to you or a mistake that you made or whatever the case is and trying to spin it and make it work for you. Um, you know, cause I remember when I was sharing about my overhiring at the very beginning of the year, like there was no benefit really to me sharing that there was no, like, I don't have a hiring course to help you avoid overhiring. I don't have, I'm not a hiring specialist by any means. I just shared something that was a struggle for me and that I want to get better at and that I, you know, was just a really big lesson that I had to learn last year and it was painful. And again, while I don't need to come up with a, a course or a solution necessarily, I uh, I wanted to share it with you regardless. And I like people that do that too versus every single mistake you've ever made has all of a sudden become a course or a program or a service or an offering that doesn't feel super authentic to me. It feels very opportunistic and I just don't like really mentorship that is kind of stewed in that scenario. So um, again, it's not a low light per se, but I was saying all like the good things about a mentor that I really want to see. And then I wanted to share something that uh, maybe not a lot of people look to or ask questions about, but that's definitely something that I look for and that I ask questions about every single time I'm looking for mentorship. So, you know, whether you're seeking member mentorship now or later, I would love for you to come up with your own list of things that, again, when you are looking for support in a container that you are really analyzing this person. And again, most people that end up working with me have known me for quite some time or followed me for quite some time. And I love that. Like, I'm not trying to work with people who immediately see me and then all of a sudden join the ship, which is cool. But I feel much more comfortable if someone has been in my sphere for a little while, clearly has looked into who I am and how I operate and is then ready to take that investment, you know, to the next level. So with mentorship, with coaching, with all of that stuff, you know, it's, it's crucial that you decide what and who you need first before someone 
tries to tell you what what it is that you need and you coming to that conclusion first and also if somebody isn't willing to again have a conversation with you before you make an investment whether it's dms or a call or you know email or whatever the case is if they're unwilling to discuss things with you then that is is honestly unfortunate and I don't think that it's in your best interest to just trust in that instance. Like it's really the time of just like people buying stuff without talking to you. People want to flex with that and people want to like talk about that all the time and get really excited by that. And I understand why. However, I don't think that that needs to be a flex. I don't think that I'm not impressed by that anymore because it actually feels very dismissive and makes me feel as though the person is not important enough to talk to until they pay you money. And I just don't really like how that feels or how that sounds or how that looks. So, you know, use your own compass, play into that determine what you need before somebody else tells you what you need. And, you know, Q1 is wrapping up. We're about to go into Q2. However you need to be served for this next season, I hope and wish that you find that um, with whoever you're working with. And uh, I hope that this at least gave you a perspective or a few new things to think about uh, when deciding who it is that you want to work with in some sort of mentorship or coaching capacity. All right. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn if that's more of your jam. Let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories.